Hey Sky Fairs and welcome to Aethercast, the Caledon Overlords podcast and channel. Uh, apologies for the delay on tonight's show, but my co-host for tonight's show, uh, Mr Max Bowman, was busy wiping the floor with some slanesh. Yeah, they were um, resisting more than expected. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe you should have just took the double turn. <laughs> uh, yeah, but then it would have been over after five minutes. <laughs> Okay, well, um, well, that's uh, good to hear that you know Slanesh is still in their proper place. Yeah. Oh, we we were playing uh, old edition. Oh, okay. Yeah, you're still one foot in, one foot out. <laughs> yeah, I have a, a tournament next Saturday in Austria, yeah. uh, playing old edition, and uh, the the mate I was playing against is Slanesh. He's also uh, coming to that tournament, so we're trying a bit yeah. the old battle plans. But I'm excited for new edition since okay. uh, we played yesterday. <laughs> yeah, yesterday still. Yes. Uh, so it sounds uh, sounds fun. I have a couple of ideas what to do and test out. Mm -hmm. It's exciting. Cool. Uh, so well, for anyone that doesn't know, well, most people probably don't know, you played uh, Tempest High yesterday. Yes. So are Proper those ideas lot. Tempest High or are they chaos? <laughs> Um, mo I must say mostly Tempest Eye. I have some ideas mm. how to tweak that list, uh, make it a bit more efficient. Um, 4KO, we talked about this yesterday a bit. Um, I'm not quite sure what to do yet. I've, I think I need to test out a bit different mm. lists, what to do. Uh, but I'm f I think we'll talk about most of the things now, today, in today's yes. show, I give our thoughts. Um, so bear in mind, uh, personally, uh, yeah, I played one game, probably made some mistakes, um, but still uh, got some Im impressions. Uh, we we had some chat already about the new edition, some leaks. So uh, this is our ideas so far. Uh, but as always, people need to test out. It will take a couple of weeks, a couple of months, even to figure out what works, what doesn't work, what is important. Um, yeah, I, don't so think I think today's any... is just our our first first view. Should we should we call it that? Yeah, first impressions, and uh, mm -hmm. I don't think there's necessarily like a an obvious right. This is the best thing with Ko at the moment. No. I mean, there's, it, there never still, was. I mean, there's still Zilfin and Warblind Robotics is still a thing that you can do. It's still so. good. Yeah. yeah. Um, but yeah, it didn't go well for me yesterday with my character. So. <laughs> and uh, uh, well, yeah, it and, was um, very, very narrative because Gotrek, <laughs> Gotrek. Yeah, go, Gotrek did Gotrek things. Come out on top. <laughs> uh, exactly. well, I just realised because I don't own Gotrek because when I tried to buy them at Warhammer World, um, they were sold out, um, and then I just never got around to it. Mm. So I just realised Bugman. Jacob Bugmanson, the the model that has no rules in it, it's like the perfect standing. He even has an axe. Uh, yeah, is he on the same base? Thirty-two mil. He's on mil, a yeah, thirty-two mil base. So yeah, if people, if why not? Okay with you doing give that, him a sure. give him a crest, an orange crest on his helmet. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, absolutely, gorgeous model, uh, and I don't think anyone would have any any complaints no, about it. He's a dwarf. He's cool looking. He has a, a beer mug. So, yeah. My Gotrek has a beer mug. I modified him a bit. 
So he's yeah, lifting he's, uh, he's lifting a, a keg on one hand. If, if Buckminson ever gets rules, you'd use him as a camp cam size for Buckminson. Uh, <laughs> uh, probably, yeah. A lot of my dwarf models have, have uh, mugs because the, the old clan warrior kit, I think it was, they had a hand option with a with a like a beer stein. Okay. So okay, I, so I love that one. <laughs> yeah. Okay, cool. Uh, before we dive into everything, is there any news? I don't think there is. There's a 40k stuff. News-wise, I think today was a review. Uh, a couple of friends at the club watched it. There's new squeak there's, beef there's snagger thingies. Squeak shark with yeah, robot shark. legs. <laughs> so, yeah, cool. Uh, a yeah. big white squeak. Um, yeah. There's new death core of creek plastic kits. I assume people who would like that army and that aesthetic, cool. I don't even know what that is. Uh, it's the, like the World okay. War One looking ones with the shovels, uh, okay. with the gas masks. They finally got like plastic. Yeah. There, there used to be a forgeworld army, very expensive, very flimsy. <laughs> mm -hmm. uh, I was told. Uh, so a new plastic kit is good, but it's just one troop. So I don't know if they mm -hmm. if they'll get anything more. But they have also they have some extra kits. Uh, there's a squig with some dynamite attached to it, okay. uh, running about. So that's a cool model. <laughs> uh, maybe you could do something with that, um, conversion-wise. And there's some nice terrain, but it's more like uh, you know orc scrap mm -hmm. buildings, terrain, forts, bunkers, yeah, things. Okay. So, and I think I believe there was a teaser at the end for Black Templars, if you're if you like Space Marines mm -hmm. on a crusade. Thing. So war space marines, what a surprise! Yeah, <laughs> it was all forty k. Yeah. I think for AOS, we're until yeah, August when we see the battle tomes. I think we're we're set for now. Okay, we had a a lot of stuff in the recent weeks and months. Yeah, true. Okay, well, let's uh, dive into stuff then. So, yep. before we look at the battle plans, we look at the grand strategies and the battle tactics. Certainly, before we look at the strategies, may I just say something? Um, we, we, what we're talking about is found in this General's Handbook, the new yeah. one. And I, I don't do this often, but I'd like to congratulate GW on this product mm -hmm. because A, uh, I think they did a fantastic job because finally in the General's Handbook, there's match play stuff. No stupid aerial wars, no stupid meeting engagements. Uh, the Anvil of Apotheosis, I guess, was fun for some people, but it's most people who buy this for match play they bought a book and only used a third or a quarter of it now this is all match play it has the core rules in it you don't need to scroll through your phone or another book the big uh i don't have here the big fat core book which is also a nice book it has a nice ring binding which is fantastic you can lay it down flat what i used to do when they had this um gaming handbook uh, two years ago, I think, which was the same size, a smaller size. I, I did that. Actually, I went to a, a copy shop and asked him to cut off the end and uh, put in these ring binders. So that's great. Uh, they have these very useful little, this, this is going to be a product review here, <laughs> Rizzo, uh markers. So I'd like to congratulate and compliment GW on this book. I love it. It's great. Uh, it's easy to use. Everything's in one place. It's not heavy to carry. Uh, we're it's moving. Great. It's great. Very Thank convenient. You. Very convenient, and it comes with the battle tactics that we'll look at in a moment uh, on little pull-out cards and some I don't know tokens. I don't know what to do with these, but 
we'll see. Yeah, yeah um, uh, probably. Yep. Yeah. Hi, Cron. <laughs> yeah. uh, we managed to delay long Morning. enough to, for Quan to be on because <laughs> we hadn't actually told Quan about the show. We didn't arrange it with time zones and stuff in advance enough. Now you just just wake up and you're you like, just... wait, what? Yeah. You're alive from huh? the bedroom. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, that worked out well. <laughs> yeah, uh, yeah. So I just wanted to say that uh, it's a cool product. Mm -hmm. uh, if you're into match play, go buy it. It's not as yeah. it's not, not that expensive, I think. What is it? Twenty pounds? Something? Uh, I can't remember. Seventy dollars, well but okay. <laughs> Jesus. <laughs> okay. Um, um uh, and I just remember there is some other news as well. Oh yeah. Um, oh yes, there is. Dice news. Uh, oh dice have arrived yeah. in Australia yeah. and they are Oh, <laughs> they dropped and lost. They're the everywhere. <laughs> Ready to get shipped out. I don't know. Yeah. Yeah. Cool. Uh, so also EU dice have been shipped out. Most of them uh, mm -hmm. yesterday. I rolled today. I must say the gold ones do a lot of sixes. My opponent was complaining that these were like microwave dice or cheaper yeah, dice. You, you see, yes, the gold I was a bit game. embarrassed at the end because I rolled a lot of sixes in our game. <laughs> so uh, yeah, they work. Uh, they're, they're <laughs> worth the money, <laughs> especially yeah. the gold ones. Uh, they're gorgeous. I must say, I was a bit skeptical of the gold ones. Uh, I prefer the silver ones, but I must say, they look awesome. They have a very, yeah, they're they're very shiny. Fantastic. I'm very happy. So, EU, DICE, and Norway sent out. Yeah. Um, except Matt. one person who I wrote an email to who I'm missing your street number on the address that you gave when you bought the dice. So I'm hesitant to send it out without a street number because I'm pretty sure it will just come back to me. Mm -hmm. So please uh, check your emails. Um, you're living in Germany. I'll put in in the comments maybe like first name mm -hmm. and then you know who you are. Please check your emails and respond to me. Yeah. Um, and Matt has sent out all the ones in the US and Canada. Uh, so they've all gone. Um, been chipped so we're just waiting at the moment for uk ones because they are stuck in cost in customs at the moment and the track has <laughs> been updated since tuesday so okay hopefully they will arrive soon yeah it took like a week through customs here yeah okay so, so yeah hopefully that will soon. and a uh, nice side effect i know where every one of you lives now so behave <laughs> in the comments <laughs> and i must say i'm i'm amazed there's people from all over the place, like oh, yeah. all the way north in uh, north in Sweden. Uh, hi, Evelina, if you're watching, mm -hmm. I know where you live. I know where your house lives. <laughs> <laughs> and, uh, also, Asmund oh. in Norway, and uh, it's great to, to see where these people tune yeah. in from. All the, all the Scandinavians, by the sound of it. Scandinavians, uh, a lot of Spanish people. Yeah. I was amazed. Um, Italy, wow. Germany, a couple, Austria, a couple of them. And uh, the Netherlands, so yeah, all over Poland, yeah. all over the place. Um, I was amazed. I was uh, that was great to see where all these people came from and tuned in. Yeah, it's pretty cool that people you know come to listen to us chat in English. <laughs> yeah, 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 and like come to listen to chat to us. I mean, yeah, let's be honest. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> okay, okay. Well, back to grand off? strategies. Yes, yes. please. So, grand strategies. If you don't want, don't know what they are, they are a thing that you pick when you build your list. Um, 
and it's basically what your army is trying to do. And when you're playing a game, it's worth three points if oh. you get it. And obviously, yep. if you stop your opponent getting theirs, that's you know a six-point swing potentially if you get yours and stop them. Yeah, so, and they are found in the pitch battle section of the general handbook. So not in the core rules, but in yes. the actual general handbook. No, it's there's some in the core rules as well. Can't remember, but. Uh, one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight. No, but match play only uses these ones. Yes. Anyway, yeah. So when you yeah, yeah when you go to a tournament or whatever, you're probably going to be using these ones. Where yeah. everything yeah. in tonight's show is just sticking to the stuff in the GHP. So yeah, I mean the core rules technically are in the GHP, but oh. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, the play section of the GHP. The, the the pitch battle battle pack for mm -hmm. 2021. Yep. That's what they want to okay. call it. So, for these, first of all, let's just say... Whoop, 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 whoop. <laughs> Ignore those ones, because we don't have monsters, and we don't have wizards, and we don't have... Well, we can have wizards. Yes, uh, you can ally wizards in, count. and you can ally in monsters, and you can ally in priests. So, but, unless you're... I mean, that's uh -huh. something you might want to think about doing, but... You know, if you it's the same with uh, with priests, pillar of belief, uh, and monsters you know, priests, with we barring. Can we can have monsters with fire slayers and priests yeah. with fire slayers. We can have dispossessed priests. No, oh, but I, I don't think we've had Max on since we've talked about uh, the barrack thing FAQs. Yeah. I've what are your thoughts on um on on barrack thing at the moment? So um, it's sad that Gotrek is not a Dwarden, like Dwarden, uh, what is it called? Uh, coalition unit. Yeah. Mm. So he's he's if you put him in Fring, then he's he takes up all the ally slots, which is a shame because you like to mm. use Ether Wings maybe with him. Um, it's it's a little bit of a nerf. They don't get the Barrack Fring keyword anymore. Uh, which basically is just a re-rolling ones and exploding sixes, but I think it's still okay. It it yeah. still works. It's yeah, it's a hit, but let's be honest, uh, it, it's the same with with Ko and Tempest Eye, for example. They don't get the Tempest Eye keyword, only the Stormcast. They they do. Well, they don't. No, I I'm, I'm pretty sure they don't because it refers to. They are coalition. Check the coalition rules, and in the coalition rules, it only says stormcast units. Like uh, it's think the the rules called oh. uh, Only stormcast units are they gain. They are cities units now, yeah. but it doesn't say KO are city units now. So they lost that. So you wow. cannot have a, a general for KO, or you don't care. It's a bit yeah. The coalition units are good, but not as good as they used to be. Um. So yeah, Fring. I think Fring is, with what I've looked at, I think it's still the best bet currently. Yeah, it's still I mean, a, you, you still get those reroll ones. Mm. You still get reroll ones against the, the enemy's three biggest units, and rerolling anything is powerful. Mm. Yeah, rerolls are much better now. Yeah. Uh, okay, so I mean, we should probably talk about what these current strategies actually are. <laughs> Uh, so, yeah, there's basically there's a few there that you might not even be able to use depending on your list. Um, but you can you could swing them in with stuff with allies or whatever. Mm -hmm. 
There's also a few here that are basically around killing certain things. Um, so uh, sever the head, first of all. Basically, you kill all of the heroes from your opponent's army. Um, mm -hmm. And all of these, I mean, I can't remember if I've used the exact wording I have here. Um, all of these are based on the starting army, so it doesn't matter if they summon stuff, basically. Yes. Yeah, I mean, this one, depending on the opponent, can be easily achieved or can be very mm -hmm. hard. <laughs> so, so I don't know if I choose this one. Because yeah. at the tournament, you don't know who you're facing, so... It's, could, it's a gamble. They could have Marathi, they could have Archeon, they could have yeah. Cash. And yeah. moving on from Seven the Head, which involves killing all the heroes, there's one where you only have to kill one hero, which is Vendetta, which is you kill the model that's chosen to be your opponent's general, but you mm -hmm. also have to have your general be alive at the end of the game. Uh, mm -hmm. That's so. trickier. It's the oh. same. Yeah, It's the same issue because they could have... That is really hard. Well, to the the yeah, but usually the named characters are not the general because they want to get a trade. So they put the like the general is like a, a small side hero. So yeah, maybe it's achievable. Mm -hmm. um, okay. The the last part is a bit troubling. Like my general has not been slain because my uh, master tends to die. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Somewhat down the line, even yeah. my chemist tends to die. Mm -hmm. um, but I think the a real question is, to, with, with the kill the enemy general, what if you're fighting something like vampires or daughters who have models that count as the general, yeah, as well as not the general, general that you pick? No, the yeah, general is the general that you yeah, select in your army. It it's says one. the model chosen to be your opponent's general. So it's yeah, just the, the, the other ones to only okay. have a, a rule that they count as a general in addition. So they have a wider um, aura for command abilities, 18 inch mm -hmm. bubble, mm. and uh, they help you generate command points. Mm -hmm. All right. I think that's the, only, that's the only benefit they actually bring to the table. Yeah. Um, okay. Yeah. So you've got those two that are about killing heroes, basically. Mm -hmm. And then you've got. A whole, well, half of them are about keeping things alive. Um, mm -hmm. So you've got the ones we mentioned earlier, the, which are Pillars of Belief, Prize Sorcery, and Beastmaster, which are all about if you have at least one, either monster, mm -hmm. wizard, or priest alive at the end of the battle. Yep. And then also another one, which is a bit more achievable for care, which is called Hold the Line, which is if at least one of your battle line units is still on the battlefield at the end of the Yes, yes. Un unless you go like free MSU engine riggers as battle line in your build, then maybe mm -hmm. I would not choose this. But if you go like free Arcanaut units and some other stuff, yeah, mm -hmm. some Arcanaut units are going to be left sitting on an objective at the end of the game somewhere. Yeah. Mm. So I think this and is achievable. It's, and, you know, you, you could just put a cheap unit like hardcore, so only 100 points. You could just tuck them away somewhere where they're fairly safe. Mm -hmm. um, just yeah, I mean, we don't have much battle line. Like, Arcanauts are the only generic battle line, and then we have a couple of conditional battle lines. Mm -hmm. But the conditional yeah, ones, Endering Riggers, yeah, I don't know, Thunderers maybe, Inar. Yeah. 
I mean, gone. something maybe if you do herbas with a lot of gun yeah. holders, yeah, there's one gun holder that's going to stay alive somewhere. That's what I was about to say, they come up in the chat, um, you know, while the show was delayed, where we, I was asking people about their grand strategies, and uh, uh -huh. Sean mentioned about having a gun hauler with the uh, drill cannon, so he could just sit, you know, shooting 36 yep. inches, so he's still participating, and yep. then. Yep. It can also, yep. it's got the option of flying high and capping an objective. Mm -hmm. if one's empty, or just fly high away if someone oh. comes to it. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so that's one's got potential. It's also got mm -hmm. a lot of potential for your opponents because, you know, some armies can have like pretty much iron draws. Pretty much everything is battle line. Um, mm -hmm. so, Cities. Yeah, yeah. Dispossessed. Yeah, <laughs> yeah dispossessed. Like everything in Max's everything is yesterday was, was battle line, yeah. <laughs> Um, so that one's relatively achievable, I think. Um, and then there's a couple of more odd ones. So dominating presence is uh, one you get if there are more units from your starting army on the battlefield than there are from your opponent's starting army on the battlefield. So basically... Mm. KO aren't known for having a huge amount of units. We're pretty... Yeah. We're usually pretty small. Elite, high point cost, small units. Yeah. If you table your opponent, you do it. It's great. Um, but yeah. I mean, I wouldn't gamble on this. And then you face like a, I don't know, a Seraphon or a Daughters of Cain, and they have a lot of units they can put on the table. Yeah. Even yeah. some Chaos armies, like they have mm -hmm. cheap demons and cheap chaff, and <laughs> yeah. Um, I think this is a bit tough. I mean, it's, it's, if you take an ironclad, that's a quarter of your points gone in one unit, and then so yeah. you're going to have a huge number of units, then are you? So, yeah. and then the last oh, one well. is one that I've seen a lot of people talking about as like the go-to one, which is predator's mm -hmm. domain, and it's if you control more terrain features than your opponent at the end of the battle. Okay, so, please remind me, how do I control terrain? Uh, the same yeah. way as objectives, um, mm -hmm. but three inches instead of six. So you just have to be within three inches of the terrain piece. But oh. obviously, if your opponent's within three inches, then they will control um, uh, Do units up. inside the boat still don't count to, towards this? Well, that's questionable, because it says they don't count towards objectives. Terrain isn't mm. objectives. Yeah, so yeah, but um, units I mean, within range, because for example, in the old edition, there were there were these battle plans that leaders within six of the objective gave you an extra point, for example, or battle line, and there didn't matter if they were inside a boat or not, because <laughs> you just had to measure a distance. So I, you could make an argument for that units inside. Do count towards yeah. well, see, the core and rules actually has a section on it and it literally just says do it the same way as you do with objectives so no. <laughs> says. Ah. so yeah that kind of that doesn't so maybe it's that's maddeningly work, so. unhelpful yeah yeah um, <laughs> okay. uh, so but that's an interesting one because obviously you tag and go with objectives so you would tag and go with terrain as well potentially so if you were on that terrain piece at the beginning of the battle, and then no one else has been on it since. Do you control it? Ah, are you going to have to? you just going to do one check at the end of the at the end of the game, and mm -hmm. then you've got to run towards the terrain pieces. 
Which is Are you going to have to mark I mean... down uh, all the terrain that you control throughout the whole game now? Like, are you going to need separate... Maybe, maybe like, that's for markers? what these markers are for. <laughs> <laughs> like these 10, uh, uh, these 10 weird markers. I think it's meant to be yeah. just do one check at the end of the, uh, end of the game. Yeah, so it's unclear. Maybe check with the TO or your opponent previously. Which is we're using this. okay, because we can still just... Um, uh, we, we, we can just... But fly, we can fly high, high. Yep. one inch away from the objectives, but still within three inches. So you just, at the uh, in turn five, you just spread out, plop, onto all the object, onto as much terrain as you need. Hmm. Yeah. The interesting thing is, is when then you know it will come down to number of models potentially, and so one ship on it won't count as much. Won't count as two. Mm. I mean, usually but in turn, by turn five, uh, someone's been tabled. Someone's mm. been tabled by turn five. Mm. Yeah, well, we don't. I'm not sure if this is true for for the third edition as well. Yeah, it's, mm. it's, it seems like a very so far from what I've seen, like a very defense based game. There's a lot of plus one save <laughs> available. There um, is. But I've, I've, yeah, my, my, my game so far have ended with someone dying in the end. Um, yeah, it, 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 it's still... The, the, the damage output from units is still extremely high in this game. Mm -hmm. you, you, you touch a unit with, some, with something big and it, it evaporates. Yeah. <laughs> or you, you charge it. Unit and you evaporate. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> from unleash hell. Yeah, from unleash um, hell. Or because you um, just charge gate track, which you shouldn't mm. do. <laughs> um, I don't know. Maybe hold the line is like a go to. I would know, to be honest. There's no safe, safe one here. Like, How does your guys' you game the end? Uh, uh, the technical term is obliterated. <laughs> mm -hmm. Yeah, and that's due to mostly to unleash hell from twenty buffed iron drakes sitting yeah. in the middle of the table and shooting everyone uh, who just charged hmm. near to them anywhere. Yeah. Also, if there is go trek on the table, just ignore him. Don't try and shoot him. The glory <laughs> of killing of killing go trek turn one just doesn't happen. It, it does not. No, he does not. not. He does not die. That three plus after save is uh, strong. And then he heals back up. <laughs> yeah, and then he heals. Back yeah, up. then he heals back up all the time too. Yeah. 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 So yep. yeah, um, mm. there's no obvious choice, I'd say, um, which is maybe a good thing. There's no safe bet, although if you have a, I don't know, a beast law raider army, then the any monsters in your starting army is. Is an easy mm. one to achieve, or a Gargan army, <laughs> or uh, even Archeon, because he's yeah. probably going to stay alive in this game. I think my pick would be hold the line if you build around it, because you can mm. achieve it without anything your opponent does. Whereas if a lots of people are going to be going for Predator's Domain, like only one of you can get the most amount of terrain features, so you know your opponent could stop you getting it. Plus, if you have battle line, which usually are not the main units in your army, mm -hmm. like the opponent, if he wants to stop you from getting this grand strategy, he needs to go after your Arcanauts, 
which means he's not going after your more valuable units. Yeah, true. Yeah, so, um, yeah. I'd probably go with seven ahead, just because if you're, you're 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 probably going to need to kill the heroes during your game anyway. If 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 you're playing against like Archeon and you you gotta kill Archeon or you you're just not gonna win the game. Are you gonna mm. kill Gotrek? Oh well it's a lot of people. Mm. Yeah. It's it's hard. Um I, I, I don't know. We, we can shoot heroes, but shooting heroes now it has become a bit harder mm -hmm. uh, because they can plus one save and minus one to hit from knockouts. Or, um, I don't know. It would not be my personal first choice. Mm -hmm. okay. So, sounds like indecisive war. For KO? La yeah, lacking. Yeah, lacking there's no, ob there's no obvious choice for KO here, in my opinion. Mm -hmm. Yeah, because hold the line. If you don't build around it, then it's uh, it's not easy. Maybe, yeah, maybe the monster that get a, I don't know, get a monster, get a mega gargan and just stomp him around the place. I don't know. <laughs> yeah. Okay, so let's move on uh, to battle tactics. Because these are also important for scoring. These are very important for scoring. Yes. These are worth two points for each of your turns. Um, so for a total most, of ten points. Yeah, and most of these also have a condition where they, you get an extra VP if you have like they're done by a monster, which <laughs> you know KO probably won't be doing. But you know for your awesome. opponents, your opponents these are potentially worth uh, mm. fifteen points for the whole game. But there is a trick to do this. Mm -hmm. So if for KO it's a bit hard to do, but you can do it with monsters because either or either you get to ally a monster, mm -hmm. that's the easy one, or you ally a wizard, or you use a heroic action to become a wizard, and then you cast the uh, realm sphere magic called Metamorphosis, which turns a hero into a monster. Mm -hmm. um, that hero gains the monster keyword, and now if he does one of these things, you get an extra point. It's a bit of, you know, playing around three corners, but <laughs> mm -hmm. it's possible. Yeah. So um, in, my, in our game yesterday, I should have made a Godric a monster to do yeah. monstrous actions and, and stomp you. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so um, it, it's not impossible, but it's uh, tricky. And some of them will still be impossible because there's one of them, which we'll get to in a minute, that you need something to be done by three monsters. Uh, pick for you if all three are monsters. Yeah, the running thing. Yeah, okay, then no. Yeah. Um, okay. Yeah, there's a bit. There's these are these are tricky uh, because you need to think about can I achieve this this turn? Then do it. if cannot achieve it, can I achieve it later? Maybe there's one where you need to slay the enemy general. You say, oh, maybe I'll, I'll leave this for later, and then he dies, and then yeah, you can never achieve this one. Yeah. Um, um, yeah, so um, the other thing is, you know, just from a value point of view, some of the battle plans, like you're only scoring two points on objectives, potentially, or maybe mm -hmm. three. So getting, you know, 
a two from this or three maybe is is a big deal um you pick these at the start of your hero phase you have until the end of your turn to score them. So it's not for base over the round, it's basically for just your turn. Mm-hmm. And you oh. can't reuse them. Mm-hmm. So you also have to be thinking about, well, okay, if I like if I've got two or three I can do this turn, you know, which ones are gonna be easier to do later and do the one that's gonna be, you know, potentially one that'll be harder to do yeah. later. Yeah. There's there's some that you might want to do first. Mm-hmm. Like an example would be ferocious advance. Pick three units, yeah. run them up the board, and they need to be within three inches of each other. Mm-hmm. That's something uh, you, you you probably want to do first turn. Yeah, because later turns one. you you don't want to run. You want to move and shoot or move and fight. There's a good one you can plan as well for your deployment, and you can just guarantee mm-hmm. it happens, and you can yep. get those points out on the board early. Um, important thing to know about that: you can't retreat and run anymore. So. Mm-hmm one of those units that you've got three units near each other and you're planning on doing that and one of them gets locked in combat then um they can't do it um It'd be, yeah, this actually, would be interesting in monar because you can have three units run up and then still shoot yeah monar would be very <laughs> would work very well with that yeah yep. definitely. Um, if, you're, if you're picking more you don't lose that's anything a, that's a that's guaranteed auto pick two points. yeah two points in your mm-hmm. first background um but don't shoot the uh, the general because you, you need to do that later <laughs> with yeah. this later warlord okay. one. I think so the another one that's easy um, to plan ahead is the conquer one. Mm-hmm. Pick and gain control of one objective your opponent's control. So you say, okay, I'm, this this turn I can capture this objective that my opponent owns. Mm-hmm. I think you, this is you can plan for this. You can achieve this one. So yeah, mm-hmm. this yeah. one's. Pretty maybe not first turn when your opponent hasn't gained control yet of. No, they have gained control. You could. No, I mean like if there's uh, objectives in the middle of the battlefield and he hasn't oh, okay, yeah. gone there yet. Middle so ones, maybe yeah. save this for a later turn. It's also um, a slightly easier version of another one. Um, so underneath it, you have an aggressive expansion yep. there. It's pick and gain control of two objectives. Not only, um, I haven't, I've tweaked the wording on these as well to fit them in boxes as well. But all most of these things involve picking something, so you have to declare, mm-hmm. yes, like, say, so for conquer, you have to declare the objective and then go and take it. It's not just like, oh, I'll pick conquer and hopefully I'll get one of these two objectives I'm attacking. Yep. You have to decide which one need so, to do either, yeah, mm-hmm. which is, um, I like it, like, it's a bit like the Zinge agendas where at the start of the hero phase, I think they need to say, I'm gonna achieve this, I'm gonna do this. And then if they do, they get a bonus. If they don't, they don't. Mm-hmm. Hmm. Yeah. But you really want to make sure that you get these ones. Mm-hmm. Yeah, these are worth, I'd say, like a third of the points of the game. Come from yeah. It's mm. a lot of points. The difference between winning or losing. Yeah, and I like this because, you know, we know KO have a weak objective game because of mm-hmm. bodies, because of, you know, combat prowess maybe or charging onto mm-hmm. objectives. You don't need to have more objectives than your opponent. You can have the same and still win by achieving these ones. Like strategically choosing these and achieving them, all of them, that's a lot of points you're, you're getting. Yeah. And it's also a little bit of a big brain thing to do, but you mm-hmm. try and be aware, particularly in the later turns, of what 
uh, battle tactics your opponent has used, which ones they got left to choose from. Yeah, that's the thing. Them maybe what your because... opponent, uh, they could, okay, he's going to pick this one for conquer. So maybe I'll put my general here. So he, <laughs> if he slays it or he, if he captures it, then he cannot do both mm -hmm. easy ones or, or so on. Yeah, it's a bit, it's interesting. Very interesting. Yeah. Um, I like the mechanic, yeah. Yeah. Mm. So it's like the secondary objectives that we had last game, last edition. Yeah, but, but those were stupid. well implemented. <laughs> yeah, yeah, these are done well. Um, yep. Uh, yeah. So we half mentioned aggressive expansion, which is basically about taking two objectives, uh, but they have to be wholly within, not wholly within your territory, which is a very oh weird wording, but it's there's an important reason for that wording because you get so ones that are. Yeah, I was, okay. I was, I'm probably going to talk about the same thing that you are. Um, yeah, but there's a lot of missions that have that objectives on the border of your ter of your yeah, deployment middle, zone slash yeah. territory, and mm. they do and they count towards that battle tactic, perhaps. No, no, they're not holy. Mm -hmm. If any, it, it the says territories is it is holy in your territory. Is doesn't it's counterintuitive, but they are. It's the same thing as when you, in the last edition and also this edition, if you come on and you can only come in within six inches of the board edge, and then there's an objective mm -hmm. twelve mm -hmm. inches away. How there's like this infinitesimal point where you're exactly oh. six inches from both. It, this so kind of FAQ that it if if you come in six inches on the board and there's an objective twelve inches away, you count as calling that objective. Yeah, yeah. you always did. You did, but they they give it a less, <laughs> but it was a, a lot complicated answer this time. Yeah. No, they just said you do end of it. Yeah. yeah. Um, so um, yeah, on the, the ones on the line do not count. Mm. I'd say. Yeah, they don't count, and that's why it mm. says not wholly within your territory. Because it's if it said wholly within your opponent's territory, then um, ones on the border would count. You know, if they're on the border between both territories, mm. then they would count because. If your territories like meet up, you know, sometimes your territories, there's a gap, no man's land in between. Sometimes they meet up. Um, and if they meet up and on the border in between, then technically they're wholly in both territories, which is just weird. But okay. But it does mean you can get those. If you get um, a battle plan where there's a no man's land and there's yeah. objectives in the middle, you can get that one quite easily with those. But there's some battle plans where you cannot achieve this one. Yes. Because they're just on the edge of both your territories. Mm -hmm. To give you an example, uh, survival of the fittest, page 30 in your GHB. Uh, neither of these are ho not wholly within your territory. So this is yeah. just not achievable. Yeah. Yep. Um, so this is There's a couple um, of these, actually. This is a difficult one, I think, depending on the battle plan. Some battle plans, it could be easy. If you have yeah. Um, yeah. Okay. Which one should we talk about? Uh, maybe Savage Spearhead because you 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 used that one yesterday. Did I? Oh yeah. Mm -hmm. Oh yeah. Make that one so quick. Yeah. If uh, so, Savage Spearhead is basically you get it if you have two or more friendly units wholly within the opponent's territory, um, which is e fairly easy to do. Okay. Yes. You do have to make sure that, you know, when you're positioning your... If you fly high somewhere, and then you're positioning around, making sure you get your ships in the right place to shoot things and that, that you just double-check that you are definitely in and not, you know, just, like, half an inch too far 
and just slightly over the line. <laughs> that would be important, <laughs> yes. Yeah, that would be such an amateur mistake, um, yeah. wouldn't it, Lee? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no, I think this is very achievable with KO. Um, again, my question, uh, units inside the ship. So if I have a ship with a, hero, with a hero inside, I, I fly him high into your enemy territory. Do they achieve this? Do they count? I think, I think so. rules is written, they do. I think there's a, okay. a few people that think that maybe they shouldn't, but I mean, the flying transfer rule literally says they don't count rules objectives. It's, it's yeah, and they, they still are units and you measure unit distances from the yeah. base of the ships. So. You start then yeah. getting into this whole thing of like, well, and when these do they are... count, when don't they? You know, these aren't objectives; can... they're battle tactics, which is yeah. different. Yeah. If, if yeah. opponents start saying you can't do it for that, you just say, "Right, okay, well, your spell can't affect them because they're not there." They're, that's because <laughs> that's what they're saying. They're just they're just trying to pick and yeah. choose when they're not there. So yeah, yeah. No, these. Uh, I think this is an easy one to do. I mean, this is one that Ko can't get the extra VP from because you'd need two monsters, unless you've got you know yeah. allies. <laughs> Can you ally just two? Ally in that. Ally just ally no, you can ally in. You could ally one in and then do you know your trick with the spell and mm. yeah, do that way. But, uh, uh, yes, but yeah, uh, yeah, but at least it's an achievable one. You do won't get the extra victory point. This is a very good one, I think, to leave for the end of the game because it's just so easy to do it. This one is always achievable. Yeah. yeah. Um, okay, another one. Broken roads. Uh, we're talking about. Yeah. Uh, so that I mean, is that one. Sorry, go ahead, Corn. Yeah. Oh. oh, yeah. That that that's just the pick a battle line, kill it. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Very yep. easy. Which, easy. Uh, yeah. Extra VP for monsters. No monsters, but it's an easy. It's a safe one. Usually, battle lines mm -hmm. are not the the big uh, sturdy or defensive mm -hmm. units. Except iron breakers, but <laughs> this is potentially a good. It's, yeah. This can be done on any turn almost, but it's battle line units are often use as screens, mm -hmm. so it can be a good a good one. Like if all you can kill that turn is screens, then yeah, just pick this one. It's always yeah, it a might... good one because later game you might have enemy battle lines with like three models, four models left, you know, left mm -hmm. over from some fight or some shooting. Just go in, finish them off. Alternate turn one objective just because yeah, you, the first thing you're gonna hit is a screen of mm -hmm. uh, ten uh -huh. chaff ten ten chaff models. Twenty goblins. Yeah. But yeah, this is it's an easy one for yeah. both armies, for like everyone, I think. Yeah. If your opponent picks hold the line then save this to the last turn and then just go in and kill in their battle line unit that they think that, that you've forgotten about all game and then you just go kill yeah. their battle line unit and then that's like a five point swing. That's quite good. Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah, maybe another one that is similar is pick and destroy one enemy monster. Mm. The same thing just with a monster. Mm. Um if you have a friendly monster who did it, you get extra VP, but uh, that's, as we said, a bit tougher to do. Mm -hmm. Yes. But still, um, yeah. It's stupid if your opponent doesn't have monsters. So then this is not achievable. Everyone has Which is nice. 
which is nice for us, uh, for, for once, because we don't have monsters. Our opponents mm-hmm. can never score this. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So they've essentially Although, only got seven to pick from. Yeah. If you do that thing that Max was talking about a minute ago, where you make your hero a monster, then all of a sudden you, you make it possible for this one to be a thing. Yeah. Yeah, but it's. I think it only stays a monster, like, not long. It's probably to the end of the battle. Let me, let me check the spell. Um... Do, 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 until next the phase? next hero phase. Next hero phase, yeah. Yeah. So if you're getting a so double, you might get a turn. Yeah. If you're going second in the round, and you do it, they cannot achieve it. Yeah. Well, they could if you, but if you get Not the a, priority, mm, then they can't. Yeah. Because it's true. yeah. Yep. Um. Another thing about this is there are some you know generic rules for the realm. All these games are played in Gur. You just get one victory point every time you kill a monster anyway. Mm. So you want to be killing monsters if they're there. So this one's actually really worth yeah. three points. So maybe it's good that we're not bringing monsters because that's yes. not extra VP we're giving away. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah I like this. It's a double. It, there's benefit for bringing monsters because you score mm-hmm. extra, but there's the risk of giving your opponent monsters if your monsters die. Yeah. That's a sentence with a lot of monsters. Yes. Okay. <laughs> uh, monster, so monster, monster. I think there's two yeah. we haven't covered. Uh, Slay the Warlord. Basically, you kill the yep. enemy general. Um, and again, you get uh, an extra VP if you do it with a monster. So that's. Yeah. Uh, so again, this is pick the general, say he's going to die, kill him. So grudge bearer trade. Fantastic. Mm-hmm. And I don't think, I mean, it also. Then there's monsters, also, monsters take over, which we mm-hmm. cannot achieve, probably. Uh, big one friendly monster and have that monster contesting objective you control. I mean, you, that one's actually relatively easy if you can get the spell off. You can do this one. Yeah, I mean, first yeah, of all, like for a... some armies, they can do this turn one. It's like guaranteed. You just deploy yeah. on the thing and then you just get it. Mm. Like, but you can yep. do this yeah. and make your hero a monster. And you're controlling that objective, and your opponents are nowhere near it. Easy. Yep. And it only works for us if we have that wizard. Which well, you can a you, Yeah, or a heroic yeah. action, become a wizard, cast that spell. Hmm. Or you just have I believe. Monster, yeah. I believe heroic uh, action uh, grants you that spell more. Does. Or. Isn't the heroic action just become like you can dispel, or can you. Can you actually cast spells with that heroic action? Uh, that hero can attempt to unbind. You are correct. You cannot cast. You cannot cast. You are correct. They can only unbind in this spell. Yeah. Okay, so never to... mind. That's yeah. Uh, yeah, then you need to ally a, a encounter. Or the new, or what's it called? What the this relic. face? You the, relic. the relic. Or the, the new the wizard, cast, the wizard dude with a mask. Uh, I think we've decided that the wizard dude, wizard dude with a mask is not as good as an encantor. Uh, yeah, but yeah, I mean, uh, I don't know, the same, maybe cheaper. Uh, yeah. I don't know. You're talking about allying wizards to then make those wizards into monsters, so you just ally in a monster. Mm-hmm. <laughs> well, they they don't need to cast it on him, on themselves. No. Yeah, uh, they could cast it on your individual suitman. You then... can cast it on your chemist who's sitting on an objective and make him a monster. Boom, you scored this one. Uh, question from the chat is, can we bottle the monster spell? And no, we can't. We can only bottle endless spells. Correct. Um, 
Yeah, so these, so, I think, when you, after yeah. you've written your list, you probably want to have a think about these and think, well, which are the ones that are easy to do? Which are the ones that are going to be difficult uh, for you? I think it depends on the battle plan and the opponent. Uh, yeah, a lot. But obviously, if you haven't got monsters or and stuff, there's some things that are easier to do than others. Like, if you've got Grudge Bearer and stuff, then it's easier to kill a general, potentially. Yes. Yes. Um, or if you are barrack freeing, then maybe select enemy heroes or enemy monsters to reroll ones against, rather than battleline or yeah. I don't know. And yeah, like if you're monar, monar, then you know ferocious advance. You want to do that turn one. So yes. Okay. So let's look at some battle plans. Uh, so we're going to go in the order that they're in the GHP. And okay. before we eight minutes in, so we're, we're once we've done a few, we'll, we'll have a look at the time and see how we're getting on. Because we might uh-huh. only do six today, potentially. Because yep. yep. we'll have to go through and we're, yeah. Mm. Uh, we'll get yeah. a part two to this video going. <laughs> What's this? So, stats. We've got stats. <laughs> we've got stats. stats. We've got stonks. No. Um, so, just some interesting stats. Uh, closest distance that you are, you know, you start from your opponents. There are uh, I didn't actually yeah didn't actually put numbers on these <laughs> put the distances, <laughs> but you can see like they were mostly twenty two inches apart. There's a, there's five that are twenty two inches apart, three that are eighteen inches apart. There's two that are ten inches apart. That's like you arcanuts can go and shoot. <laughs> yes, that's ridiculous. Um, and one that's do 12 inches apart and another one's 24 inches apart. Now, these are like the distance you are apart, but you need to actually be able to go further than that because it's mm. like you're always more than that distance apart. Some of these are like diagonal, so mm. they're actually like the tens are like 10.8 inches. So, realistically, okay. you're basically actually more like 11. So, <laughs> functional distance apart because there's some of these are really weird. Like, you're 10 inches apart in like two places on the map. But then the yep. rest of the map, you're further apart. So plus, these plus are... you cannot fit a, a model like in the corner, yeah. corner. Yeah. Uh, yeah, or an entire unit. So yeah, yeah. and like a 25 mil base in that corner will be closer to the opponent than like a 100 mil base. Because, <laughs> yeah. mm-hmm. So functional distance apart is a little bit rough, but it's more of a proper idea of where you are. So it's still mostly 22 inches apart. Still, you know, three 18 inches apart, but those 10s and 12s are actually more like 15 inches apart. And there's actually one that's 18 inches apart that's actually more like 24 inches apart. Wow. Um, okay. But 22 inches apart, <clears throat> 18 inches shooting on a Thunderer, four inch move, that's 22 inches. So run and shoot with Thunderers with rifles are probably going to be able to hit stuff if they're deployed on the line in most cases. Mm-hmm. Um, which wasn't the case in the in two point zero, um, and the number of objectives. Mm, the most common thing you're going to see is three objectives, then four. There's a couple with six and one with five, but yeah, you're mostly playing over three or four objectives. Also, being twenty two inches apart means that against most armies, you're rather safe. Turn one. Hmm. Twenty two inches. That's it's that's a distance. Like you need to. Charge twelve and move ten. So not, not all of units can do it. Or yeah. not all armies can do that. Oh, yeah. We can. We can it, just it fly high and be there. 
Um, you'll be safe from things like Idenest, but uh, a big, big wall will get to you. Uh, doesn't matter how far away you are, because they move in their hero phase and they move in the movement phase once or twice, and then they run mm. and charge. And, yeah, and um, they can buff that move as well. <laughs> so, um, will get to you. Not that it matters, because you're not yeah. going to be fighting any real Slanish players mm. anymore. Um. <clears throat> I mean, all the deep striking stuff like Stormcast mm -hmm. and Night Haunt, and they can get yeah, definitely. But mm -hmm. I mean, like a proper, a proper, a normal up. I I I'd net you should be safe against yeah. yeah. Um, you know, Daughters of Cain, Lumineth, you should be safe against most of those. Mm -hmm. I think also mm -hmm. the number of objectives when you look at that indicates how important um, battle tactics are going to be because if you're fighting over mm -hmm. four objectives, it's very likely that you could have two and your opponent has two and yep. therefore your battle tactics will be the swinger um yes okay yes so uh first battle plan let's get into marking it territory so it's a pissing contest so so these are the these are the <laughs> objectives i was talking about with the half like are they wholly within your territory yes, wholly within your territory yeah okay okay the lower ones, yes. The upper ones, yeah. Not. Yeah, like if you're yeah. blue, then the bottom ones are, and then if you're red. So this one, uh, you're 22 inches apart. This is like a the new standard deployment, 22 inches apart, um, mm -hmm. with the grid system, which, which is really horrible. Nice. The grid, I love the fact they've done a grid system and then done it on the most annoying numbers ever, 15 and 11 yeah. inches. Like. You, yeah. you need to start getting 11 inch rulers. Yeah. It's just. Oh, yeah. Also, it's, spe it's specifically designed to fit on Games Workshop's cardboard, the, the terrible yeah. cardboard fold out maps. And it, yeah. like, so all, all, their, all their lines are based on the creases on those mm -hmm. maps. It's like, yeah, we've, we planned this all along. Look, the creases mm -hmm. are good. You want creases mm -hmm. in your game board. Like, ah, but do you? Yeah. You know, you know you where really? that comes from? It's Where? just how many boxes you can fit on a Euro pallet. That's yeah. the size of those. So these are just fractions of that size of a Euro yeah. pallet. The standard box is designed so you can you can stack I don't yeah. know how many next to each other and widewise and upwards on a on a standardized Euro pallet. Wow. So and that's and, that's where these sizes come from. I just want to point out because a lot of people say, oh, great that they've introduced this grid system. We had a grid system before, it's just twelve inch squares. Or 24 inch squares. Yeah, it was so 24, 24 inch. 24 inch, you could just divide them in half and measure to the yeah. centers of them. So, uh, and 12 inch was a. Uh, yeah, it's a. Uh, it's 12 inch. The game was easier. The game was based around six and 12 inches. So the, the whole game was six and 12, and then there were some things that changed, but yeah. It's based around 11 inches weird. now. So. It's weird. It's okay. weird, but I mean, if you measure 15 with a tape measure, you can measure measure 11. Mm. You can do it. I believe in you. Yes. <laughs> and so this one, um, you've got four objectives. So yeah, it's your the objectives are eight inches apart, uh, which is actually quite far. You will end up. It could end up being sort of you need two places of power potentially on this. You could if you've got like a big shooter unit, sort of spread them out in the middle, maybe. Because mm -hmm. Amishel has a stupidly long nine-inch range. Mm -hmm. <laughs> um, but the uh, important thing about this one is from the third battle round. So this likes this works like the old knife to the heart. 
So basically, at the end of the second battle round, uh, you immediately win if you have control of all of the objectives. But it's better than Knight of the Heart because there's four objectives rather than two. So, but it, it is going to behave difficult. It's going to behave very similarly to Knife to the Heart in the, that it is at, it's effectively at the end of turn two, whoever controls mm -hmm. all four objectives wins. But you can't just um, accidentally sneak onto the onto the one other objective that you don't have, and like holding four no. is not easy. Yeah. How, however, there's something I think that's um, important, and we may have missed in the, the, this setup. Um, so they, they've now got a difference between objectives and primary objectives. So primary objectives uh, mm -hmm. on on a battle plan, you can see they have little, a little star around them. And objectives have oh, nothing. Are you telling me? And at the end of turn three, yeah, uh, whoever goes, yeah, yeah, that's what that's what ah, those things are for. We solved the mystery. Mm. Yes, these are objective markers. And whoever goes second, whoever chooses to go, uh, whoever's forced to go second at the end of turn three, uh, mm -hmm. in turn three, at the beginning of turn three, can choose to remove one normal objective, not primary objective, normal objective, off of the board. All these four objectives in this mission are normal objectives. Mm -hmm. Yes. So at the start of turn three, one of these is going. So you actually only need to control three of them and then mm -hmm. go second. Unless in turn three. you, like, your opponent wins priority and he takes yours away. Oh. <laughs> yeah. yeah, well, that... It goes both ways. <laughs> it yeah. goes both ways. Yeah. But uh, yeah, there's an interesting dynamic there. Um, yeah, the, be aware the that way. one of these is going to disappear. Mm -hmm. Yeah, it's very important. Um, and whoever gets priority, you know, they're not going to take one of their own ones away. Mm. So, we, it'll, you know, it could, it's likely... Probably not. It's either going to go very well for you or very bad. Um, and if you can't get all of the objectives, then it basically goes uh, at the end of the battle, then the player that has most battle tactics wins the game. So, battle tactics... Tactics are very important on this one. If you don't, you know, if you, um, no one gets all of the objectives, which I think getting all of the objectives is relatively difficult. It depends. Third round, I mean, KO have uh, the potential to shoot by, a lot in yeah. three rounds. Like, you can remove a lot of five, units. By turn five, if you're KO, you should be able to just spread out, plop, win. <laughs> If you're alive, maybe you make it sound easier than it is. But... <laughs> yeah. Well, look. Um, first, you just have to. First, you just table them. That's that's the easy part. Yeah. <laughs> uh, there's a question from the chat, which is, mm. if you have to remove an objective, or it's just you may remove one. No, um, that, uh, I can't remember. Let me check. I will tell you in a second. Um, seismic shift at the start of the third battle round. After the players roll off to determine who has the first turn, the player it taking can. the second turn in the battle round can pick one objective marker on the battlefield and mm. remove it from play. So you don't have he to. can okay. choose. No, you don't have to. But, but he, it's a I good, don't think there's good, any downside to it. So, so. Unless he wants to, he needs to catch up on points. So he needs to mm. score four points instead of three. Mm. Like that kind of thing. Maybe. Yeah, if he well, scores you, four, then you, you, you automatically win <laughs> if you have all of them. So. Yeah, um, so, yeah, I don't know. Hmm. Um, yeah. And if you both have the same number of battle tactics, 
then it goes to the uh, the person that's done their grand strategy. But if you've mm -hmm. both done your grand strategy, then it's just a draw. Mm -hmm. Yep. So this one's a little bit unusual because of this scoring system. Because there's actually no... Like, you don't have to actually score how many points you have. It is, uh, points mm -hmm. don't matter in this. It's just get all the objectives. It's not objectives, battle tactics. Not battle mm -hmm. tactics, mm -hmm. grand strategy. Yeah. Yep. So there's a couple of interesting things about just the makeup of the table, this one. So because the objectives are on the border, and this is the same for you know any of the ones on the mm. border, it does mean that your opponent potentially doesn't even have to make a charge to take your objective if you don't put many models on it. Mm. Because you all deploy, you know, even if you deploy on the line and then three inches away from you, they can still get some models on that objective. Now, deep striking, you know, or teleporting. Yeah, uh, I, I think this is why it's now from the third battle round. Mm -hmm. Instead of like at the start of the third battle round, you immediately win. So it was mm -hmm. like end of second turn before. Now it's like oh. in the third battle round, you need to have control or like gain control but, of all three. Uh, it, oh, so uh, it, it, I, I think it still works like that. From the third yeah. battle so it, it says at, at any point during the third battle round. Yeah, so it's just no, like it effectively start. means immediately wins. So then it's yeah, still yeah. stupid. Okay. Yeah. These are these are the ones that a tournament like after half an hour you're done and you're waiting three hours yeah. to play next game. Fantastic. Yeah. Why, yeah. why is you, why well, does this you, exist? You either finish it in half an hour or you're playing a, a fire slayers versus OBR and it never ends. Yeah. <laughs> Basically, this is who gets priority in the second turn. Mm -hmm. I think this one this is potentially good for KO because you can you can do the whole hit a flank, shoot the flank off, and then next turn mm. go to the next flank. And these kind of missions were always like one of KO's favorite just because of how quick we are. Yeah, because we can put our whole army just can just fly fly high there and. You know, you've got your whole army against half an army, and then next turn you just come over here instead. So yeah, uh, the opponent's yeah. forced to split up, but we're not. So this is good for care. I think. Uh, anything then else? you need to hold. Then you need to hold them for a for a turn until yeah. the second round. But ends. by that point, you you you've, you just destroyed one flank. You destroyed the other flank. What they got left? <laughs> Yeah, but then that's true for all your games. <laughs> no, because some games they don't that's have to independent split of the battle plan. No, because some games they're not forced because this yeah. forced them to split up. They got to hold this and this, so they have to like spread out over either be on two places of power or spread out a whole line, don't they? Yeah. Still, other... still in this in this match, I think you want to go second in the second turn because then you have the last oh, yeah. say. You have the last say in the second round. You can do it. He, there's no stopping you now. Yeah, and then third, it clicks over to third battle round. You won game over. Yeah, definitely. It's I'm not a fan of this kind of mm -hmm. mission. But it is good for KO, I think. It's good for KO, but it's stupid for some opponents to see this. <laughs> I played this once, like the old version with one. What was it? Knife to the heart uh, with two oh, objectives knife to the heart. against uh, a shoot cast. and we both were just waiting. Okay, we can drop mm -hmm. down and get your objective, and I can do the same to you. Okay, who gets priority second? I'll give it away. Okay, second turn, I'm going in. Boom, mine. 
thank you for the game. Yeah, I mean, I've, I've had some before, and you just stupid. retreat some models onto an objective, and then you know, then then the next round starts, and you're like, yeah, one, thanks. Yeah, yeah, I've I've had some negative player experiences on this thing against people who did not realize the mm. the the end of turn two kind of thing. Mm-hmm. Why well, yeah. I j- j- jump jumped him in turn two, and then um, they basically went. Uh, like GG, and it was Tio had to be called over just to to confirm basically that that's what how it works. Yeah, wasn't wasn't great. Wasn't great. Yeah. Um. Yeah. It's one of those things. Actually, it is probably worth checking with your opponent. Like, do you know that this is how this works before the game? Hmm. Um. Okay. Let's move on. Yeah. To Savage Games. Uh, they've got cool names, I think, for a lot of these. Also, <laughs> there are none. There are none with like where the names are similar. Whereas before, they also had like total, total conquest, total, and total conquest, and you're like, which one's which? <laughs> no, they've all got like nice, unique names, which is cool. So this one is a bit like uh, focal points in some ways, but it's kind of squished and spread out, and then mm-hmm. not the middle one. Like it's like a diamond, basically. It's, uh, it's a bit like the old border war. So, uh, quick thing to call out these ones, uh, this one, and this one. You see, they've got outlines on the objectives. Mm-hmm. That's because they are um, what are they called? Prime objectives, primary objectives. The ones that you can't be removed. Right. Uh, so, so, which ones are the primary objectives? All of them, or only a couple? Just no. these two, the two with the outlines around them. Okay. Um, so the two minutes, yeah, the, the ones actually on the borders of the territories can't be removed. Mm-hmm. Which makes sense because against some armies, then you just remove the one underneath them, and yeah. they're, you're stuck running mm-hmm. across the board. Yeah. Um, and you're, yeah, this is 22 inches apart, standard deployment. Um, the objectives in the middle are really easy to get onto now, they're only five inches away from them if you deploy on the line. It's quite, quite nice. Still so too far for our stunty you need, legs. You need to run uh, at least a yeah, two. Yeah. <laughs> um, and there's only 10 inches between the two main objectives. So you can just sit on yours and shoot away, potentially. Yeah. Just be peppering them, unless they sit really far back. And if they sit really far back, then you can creep models onto theirs. Which is not preferred for KO oh. to have the objective so close to each other. I didn't like that because some armies they can just bunker down in the middle of everything and then you're yeah you can circle around them and start shooting it from all, all angles mm. but you're not scoring while doing this. Yeah well this I think this one's a bit better than the old focal points for KO because there's like the, the diamond is wider so there are still two flanks mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. which makes it a bit better yep. and um the scoring is interesting on this one, is it? Or is this normal scoring? It's the battle yeah. for the past, border war scoring. Yeah. Yours one, opponents is four, the middle ones is two. Mm-hmm. Battle tactic yeah. scores two and three for the grand strategy, which I believe is always true. Yeah, always two for the battle tactics and always three for yeah. the grand strategy. So, mm-hmm. yeah. Um, yeah, getting your opponent's one is you know, worth a lot. But, uh, and the deployment is 11 inches deep, which is not mm-hmm. ideal for KO. 
Um, because it's, yeah, a straight, so... it's a straight one, so if you're doing the whole put the ships in a corner and have Arcanaut screen it, 11 inches is against like flamers with 18 inch shooting or something like that. It's it's difficult to screen. Mm -hmm. Yeah, it, just in general, it's much harder to screen out uh, to to deploy a screen and have units that far behind anymore because they've really shrunk and those deployment zones like they've cut yeah. off the whole back edge by six inches. Yeah, it it, mm -hmm. it should be six inches deeper, but it's not. So now we've got this. Yeah, it. Mm, and I guess it's also it's trickier for KO because it leaves less spaces in their rear lines that we can like try and jump behind them. But you can jump in front of them and shoot more stuff. <laughs> you can yeah. shoot over both. their screens now. Yeah, and you yeah. can reach like necklace behind the screen because with his big the saucer plate uh, base, he's like he's almost within. What is it? 11 inches, inches, nine, three. Oh. No, he's not eight inches large, that base, mm -hmm. almost. But he could be yeah. like within uh, carbine reach. Yeah, easily. Especially if you move three yeah. inches away from them first. Mm -hmm. Yeah. This is one where the battle tactic for taking two objectives. If you do that, if you get, if you organize, if you have first turn in the first round, you just mm -hmm. you just run forwards, get those two objectives, and you get about that tactic, and you score four. Um, and then it's one. it's tough for your opponent to do that. Yeah. Yeah. You can score. Uh, yeah, you can run like two Arcanaut units up, get that one out of the way, yeah. which is probably what you want to do anyway. Or two E for wing units, and just score the two, get the four points oh. right out out of the of the bat, and be done with yeah. it. Mm hmm. Mm hmm. So um, yeah, it's it's always uh, the I like these ones like one for yours, but the opponent's is four. There's an incentive to go to your opponent. There's this I want to defend mine to not give him four points, but it's only valuable for one point for me. Mm -hmm. So it's like this: what do I gain, what not? Uh, basically, mm -hmm. the game is decided by the ones in the middle, which then can be removed. Yeah. Then you have a guardian who just kicks objectives around mm -hmm. so <laughs> and screws everything I mean up. Yeah, Gargans, yeah. Gargans in this one, it's like, uh, yeah, kick their objective forwards and like, yeah, yeah, then all of a sudden it's not worth four for you, it's worth two for them. Mm -hmm. Um, yeah, yeah, um, the other thing is the objective's being removed, they're being the flank ones, it means you can't just go heavy on one flank because if you go heavy on one flank and then your opponent gets priority on round three and they remove that objective. Um, then suddenly your yeah. flanking uh, isn't worth anything. Yeah, you just you just got everything on one side of the map doing nothing. It's kind of good for care because it's easy for us to redeploy. I, I, I was about to say it's easier for us to adapt to that situation than for an oh. opponent who put down most of his units like on one side to say I'm going to keep mm. this side, and then you remove it, and then he's he needs to run the other direction. Yeah, easier for us to cope with that. Yeah. Yeah, uh, yeah, it's a classic. This one. Mm -hmm. yeah. yeah, I think I quite like no this problem. One. No problems okay. with this one. Uh, uh, next. Now this comes a, a lovely one. one to lay down when you start the game. Like, where's my mm. deployment zone? Mm -hmm. This is fine if you have like the grids, like if you actually yeah. have their stuff. If the, the, got, like, the, your you need table. the. 
the games workshop table. Otherwise, yeah, if you, you just have like a mat with a six by four on it, you're like, mm -hmm. mm. you just wait because mm. one's worse than this. <laughs> yeah. So, uh, yeah, this this one this is one of the ones where, like, because of the shape of the deployment, you start eighteen point six inches apart from your opponent, but like here and here. <laughs> mm. The reality being like over here and here, you're thirty-seven inches apart on average. I don't know. That's the one I'm supposed to twenty-four overall. This is similar to the deployment in places of arcane power. The only difference is that before in the middle it was like a quarter circle, and now it's a it's an edge, it's a step. Mm -hmm. But other than yeah. that, the position of the um, objectives is similar. The deployment zones are similar. There's quite a few where you got a corner deployment, and then there's three objectives like this. I think mean, that's like which is good for Kale. Corner deployment is always favorable for us. We deploy in a corner and stay there. Yeah, we Get like having for... our boats down in the corner yeah. there. Mm. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. We're cor corner people. Yeah. yeah. There's um, like a, a dichotomy because it's like a rectangle ball. There's like a like the one here is always the one to your right is always easier to get to. The one above you is always yeah. Yeah. The, the one above opponent. is the one where you want to run your chemist up, and the one mm -hmm. down is where you want to send the engine riggers flying over. <laughs> basically. Yeah, and it it will basically turn. Often the map will be like your lines end up like this. You end up playing along the board rather than you know like often this. often not always um and because it's easy for you both to get a flank then the middle does become quite important. all right how does scoring work here uh okay so scoring uh player taking second chooses an objective whoever gets it gets an extra cp there's an extra Ah, this is oh, this is um, this is an extra. So there's things on oh, this extra one. CP. So you get an extra, extra CP. CP. Yes. Interesting. Oh. At the start of each battle round, after the players have received their start of round command points, the player taking the second turn must pick one objective on the battlefield to be the vantage point. When a player receives their start of round command points, if they control the vantage point, they receive one extra command point. So you're going to pick one that you have, basically. You're not going to pick one that you don't have. Yeah, um, yeah you're not going to pick one. And you only get it at the start of the the round. So you're going to, you need to pick one. So basically, it you can't benefits get it round the... One. It benefits the player who gets second turn more because he's going to say, mm -hmm. oh, I own this one, this one is a vantage point, I get a third command point. Mm -hmm. but you can't get it in round one because you don't have any objectives yeah. at the start of the yeah. turn. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So it's for round one, it's useless, and mm -hmm. from then on, it's a bonus for the player who goes second. Yeah. Um, it's an interesting Which thing. Which is interesting in round three because now the player can say i got an extra command point on this one i'm going to remove this objective as well yeah and then the scoring uh have i done this right i think i might have made a boop on this one because it's sad. uh this yeah this one is wrong i think i made a mistake i think I've you score one with the objective you score another one if you have two or more and you score another Equalist. one if you have more than your opponent so basically, mm -hmm. free. We found we found the error in this in this week in this week's episode. 
And there it is. Uh, battle tactics are two points. So basically, if you have one objective, you score one point. If you have two, you score three points. Yeah, this one has points. the standard scoring. What is the, uh, the yeah. most common scoring, which is, yeah, if you have one, one objective, you score a point. If you have two, you score two you points. You score three points. No, you score three points because you then you always have more than you Oh, opponent. okay, yeah. Uh, yeah well, I was going <laughs> to go, yeah. If you have two or more, you score an extra point, though. And then, yeah, if you have more, yeah, than, more than your than opponent, you score yeah. a third point. Um, so this this is the this is been lifted directly from 40k. Um, this is the scoring system that they use in yeah. in, okay. in 40,000. Yeah. Remember that scoring system because um, it's going to be helpful on all the other most of well, our most of the other battle plans. Yeah. Um, yeah. So this one again, this is one where you can easily run out and just get two objectives. So it's great. For that, if you do get forced to go first, um, it will be one where I think the objectives are quite important compared to the battle tactics, just because there's three, which means you know, if there's a lot, it's always better when there's an odd number, I think, because there's it's, it can be very easy, like you have more than your opponent, but when there's yeah, an and even then you number, do a battle tactic, then there's like five points per round, that's yeah. like. Yeah. yeah. Whereas when there's an even number, it's very easy for you to sit and just well, both hold two or mm -hmm. whatever, and then yeah. Until turn three. Yeah, and then you <laughs> take one away. Which yeah. is a nice mechanic if you think about it, because it it forces the players to act. They cannot just yes. sit there and you know, cool. I'm here. I'm mm -hmm. playing for a draw. I don't know. <laughs> yeah, kind yeah. of thing. I'll just get you know, my battle tactics, and that's it. Mm -hmm. um, I think it's quite easy for KO to sort of flank people on this one because, you know, if they run out to this one, or they'll probably run, you know, down to this one, you can easily fly high over here or whatever, potentially. It's the classic. There's not, because he's going to run into two or three directions. Like, mm -hmm. he's going to go down and maybe in the middle or even down middle and send a unit across. You can start picking them out single like mm. single units take them out move on and they, because his army is going to be spread out diagonally <laughs> you have an easy time it's the one that what the ko do best like bring their army to one flank take care of that okay yeah then move to the other side take care of that and then you know divide and conquer yeah. diagonals are great for ko because it forces their line to be wider because you yep. know if you if, if these three objectives across the middle they would be closer together than they are actually diagonally. And then it also creates this big hole behind that you can basically mm -hmm. come up behind them as well, potentially. Yes. Cool. Yes. Because well, it gives them a right. place to hide their techless as well. Well, well it gives yeah. them a place to hide the techless, but it gives them, like you, a place for you to hide away from Sentinels. So mm -hmm. that's, that's this is true. fair. That's fair. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, uh, so, yeah, I like this one for care, I think. Yep, I agree. Um, I think a lot of them are actually quite good for care. Um, there's one or two. There's no, there's there's a lot less, well, there's, in fact, there's only one hero missing. There's none of this, like, oh, you score extra if you have leaders of a behemoth. I was about to ask. Line. So far, we don't, we haven't seen, like, Battleline score X or Monster score X or blah, blah, blah. No. I that's like baked this. into the rules. Like heroes count as two on objectives, and 
that sort of thing now. Yeah, which I I like. Yes, because there some of these were just hard to do. Mm. Like again, stone horns on focal points. That's an auto win because it's like four monsters and they all score extra points each turn. Like okay, and it also means <laughs> from list building you don't think oh, right. Oh. Well, I need to have some behemoths because I need if the focal points comes up. Yep. And that yep. sort of thing. So it's much better. I think it frees up list building a bit. Yes. Okay. Uh, let's move on then to power struggle. So the only this is one... the focal points. Yeah, it's kind of because it's got five, but it's mm -hmm. a square now this... on diagonals, like a, rather than a diamond. Um, twenty-two inches apart, standard deployment. What is now standard oh. point? Um, oh. This one I've. Uh, this one's got some interesting scoring. Mm -hmm. uh, I've done the scoring correct on this one. Um, also, I apologise to anyone that's wondering why I keep flashing purple. It, it's something on my camera. I don't know how to fix it midstream. <laughs> it's like a connection issue, and I don't want to just like, it's bapping around this, with it. Disco tank. Yeah. Um, so, uh, yeah, sorry for that. Um, five objectives. That's getting to the realms where that's a lot for KO to deal with. I think. Oh, yeah. Like, mm -hmm. These ones are a bit tricky. We, we usually mm -hmm. don't have five units to take that can go out and take objectives yeah wow and usually having many objectives is okay for kill because he can there's always one objective that's like not guarded or weakly guarded and he can jump mm -hmm. there and get that one he can always jump around and get the one that's weak however in this um, battle plan you only score if you control the objective for two or more consecutive turns mm -hmm. oh which means you, you cannot just jump there, get that, and go away next turn, but you actually need to stay there and defend it to score. Yes. Which um, makes it a bit tougher, to be honest. So, it's yeah, it's the standard scoring, but with the extra thing. So it's one VP if you control one objective for at least two turns, and then mm -hmm. one extra VP if you control two objectives for two, and then and another VP if you've controlled more. The, the one... For just getting more than your opponent doesn't actually have um, the consecutive bit. It's only that turn, so that way it's not so bad. Um, and then again, you yes. know, two for your battle tactic, three for grand strategy. Um, so there won't be is, any scoring yeah. turn one at all. Turn one, nothing happens. Unless turn you have one, you... more than your opponent, which means you know if you take the first round, you get the free. Yeah, you get you the get free. free. You get one point. Then you won't get three points. You just get one for holding three objectives. Um, you know who who uh, loves this battle plan? No. My, my tempest tie. You just run up first turn oh, with okay. an extra save. You you deploy. You build your castle on three objectives. Oh yes, you build a triangle. You, you sit your iron drakes in the middle and you just oh. stand there. Iron drakes. And shoot make everything. Sure, yeah. Make sure everything like your unit here is like within nine inches of your iron drakes yeah. there, and and it's yeah. just you just sit there and. Thanks. I'm I'm yeah. here and come at me. But you can only these, these, these are one awesome. unit, right? Like Go trek sitting there. <laughs> yeah, you can. Yeah, you need to multi-charge. But again, it's you can only overwatch once, though, can't you? Yeah, yeah. But that's enough. One unit per turn is. <laughs> yeah. Do you want to commit two hammers and know that you get one of them gets killed? 
I, I mean, I, I probably oh, because you're not, you can't charge the iron drakes because they're mm, unless not. you can fly, but they're like probably too far behind the, the iron mm. breakers. They're too plus save. Mm. Because if uh, they're eight inches no, back, yeah. and then you're three inches, at least three inches there, so that's yeah, yeah, yeah. It's, anyway. So these like castle mortic guard uh, with like some what are called mortic crawlers. In between, or sentinels sitting in the middle, mm -hmm. or Overwatch by sentinels, that will be a fun thing to do. Yeah, because now you can bring yeah. thirty sentinels in a unit instead of twenty. Mm -hmm. Great. Um, yeah, it's uh, these will be tough for KO against some opponents mm -hmm. to deal with. Yeah, fire objectives yeah. realistically to sit and hold three. Uh, sit and hold three, and one. Yeah, sit and three. Get your battle tactics done. Yeah, because you're always um, scoring two more. You don't even need the battle tactic. You just score two more each turn for the for the third one. Mm -hmm. So even if he scores all the battle taxes and you don't, you're still on a draw. Yeah. Basically, yeah. It's pretty good. It's uh, a hard one for KO, depending on how you build your list. Yes. Yeah. I think okay. This one is just you know bunkering down and staying there. Uh, I think there's going to be a few like that. Oh, uh, be defensive. Which ones can you... Oh, you can remove all of these. Okay, maybe yeah. top, top, well, then. So you start removing. But Unless you, you she gets it and he removes yours. Yeah, and, and then, then it's just they win one. more, don't they? That's yeah. the trouble. Um, but I mean, it, yep. it, it's interesting because it means you really want to... You want to go second in turn three. So if you win the mm, priority yeah. between turn two and three... You can choose to. You, 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 there might be a, a, a time when you have to choose between getting a double turn or removing an objective, which, which is the more important. risk and reward mechanic, mm -hmm. which is yeah. the, the idea behind it. Yeah. yeah, potentially if you're already in the lead and you're and you've built your big triangle castle, you could suffer losing one because it's only, you know, you'll probably only be losing the one victory point per turn from that. Whereas if you mm -hmm. go, if you take the double turn or whatever, then you get your battle tactic, you deplete your opponent's army and stuff. So potentially depends mm -hmm. on the situation, obviously. Um, but yeah, but yeah, yeah I, I like it. Because it, it makes you, it makes you choose. It makes you maybe not take a double turn, mm. which is nice. I think the timing is good on on round three as well. Yeah, two oh. two round three is where most games are decided by a double turn. Okay, let's move on. Um, so yeah, you know that oh. one that you said that was awkward to say, mm. Jesus. Yeah. So I just want to say, Games Roger, I know you don't like diagonal lines, and you've had a lot of like people moan about diagonal lines in the past, but yeah, just this is not the answer. Just do a straight line from that mm. thing to that one, so much easier. I mean, what I will say is, if you've got like the clear objective markers that have the mm -hmm. six-inch ring, then you just mm. measure you the just three, inch add gap. three inches. Yeah. yeah, you just you just get your combat three gauge inch. and you just do that. Yeah. But then, if you haven't got their, um... well, then you just place two nine-inch rulers. Oh. Yeah, if you haven't got their boards, like measuring this bit as well, is awkward as well. Oh. But that that's a good thing for KO, but you, because usually we do not deploy on the line. 
So I usually I just roughly put where the border is and then I just deploy backwards. <laughs> mm. Yeah, although the thing is, if you, yeah, by, if you deploy back, then you, you're seeding the objectives, aren't you, potentially? Yeah, which is, it, it's a, it, it depends on your opponent. Like if, it, do I deploy back and be safe or do I deploy front yeah. and get, get the objectives and there's, I'm okay with that. So it depends who I'm facing. Yeah, this is mm. the one where you're, 10.8 inches apart but it's literally <laughs> here to the here and here to and here there. so there's literally like two points where you can do it. Oh. there are some other diagonals that are 12 inches apart on average so when lee or, says so... when lee says you start 10 inches apart that that's a clickbait title right there <laughs> yeah. well that's why it's the functional distance apart because the functional distance apart is like you deploy like this mm. or further back so yeah, I mean KO deploy. So, <laughs> <laughs> like this really actually ends up being more like fifteen inches apart, fifteen to eighteen, depending on what you do. Because you need to be aware on this one that your opponent can put something in these little triangle spots and rush forward to you. I mean, but that, that really looks like a yeah. I, that's where Morothy would go in one of those little triangle parts. Yeah, although she's got a big base. Like Gotrek can literally sit there. Oh, Gotrek would sit there and just threaten either this objective <laughs> or this one, and then like run up and just punch like, him. Old, but realistically, Ron Skywarns um, would have a field trip on this map. Realistically, you're going to be just... doing this, aren't you? And you're yeah, mm. so you're just going to be eighteen inches apart, actually, most likely. Uh, but yeah, I'm not there's an the interesting extra mechanic here. Yep. I was going to say, I'm not the other one. The deployment zone is being bigger means it's harder for us to fly oh. high up here somewhere and catch mm -hmm. people out because it's mm -hmm. easier for them to come into this area rather than just mm -hmm. being like here. Hey, what were you going to say, Max? The predators? Uh, I would say, yeah, exactly. There's an interesting extra thing here. Uh, before the first turn and before first turn priority is decided, you choose three units in your starting army, three predator units, uh, and the yeah. opponent does the same. Uh, and then uh, if these kill each other, you <clears throat> score extra points, mm -hmm. basically. Yeah. So, so it's like most... a, you know, it's like a grudge match. You choose mm -hmm. your three dwarf units and three elf units, and they meet in the middle. Mm -hmm. So this is great for back three because you just go, okay, which three units am I going to choose to be or ones against? Mm, <laughs> exactly. That one, yes, that one, yes, and that one. Yes, yes, yes exactly. Yes, yes. Well, there's some, there is some like play there because you can pick three units that your opponent. You like, you could just sit like some free heroes here that are wizards and like just say, okay, they're yeah, my predator units. I'm not going to score it, but neither are you. Um, or you kill their predator unit and then you send your predator unit into another unit which is not a predator and get a kill so you can never score his point yeah like you you sacrifice your predator unit after you killed someone with it yeah which would be um <laughs> yeah so you get one vp for each enemy predator unit destroyed by one of your predator units mm -hmm. and then the rest of the scoring is normal so, you know, you control one objective, you get one PP. Control two, you get the one from having one and another one from having two. So, and then you get more than your opponent, 
you get another one. So you, if you hold two objectives, you'll get three points basically in this one. Yeah, there's an obvious choice for player two units like an ironclad because the ironclads will kill stuff and is hard to kill. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Uh, but you can also because who starts the attacker starts to, to uh, sing his free units. So if he has like for, let's say he has Gotrek, he says yeah Gotrek is my priority unit, and you say okay yeah. well then this gun holder, this gun holder, and this little hero, and you just send them somewhere in the corners. Mm -hmm. uh, and Patrick either he chases after them or he doesn't score yeah. those as an example. So you get there's some play with that. Yeah. Yeah. Um I think unlike the other one, I don't think this one is as prone to rotating and going lengthways as much because of the bigger the bigger no. deployment. Um, um again, all of these can be removed as a mm -hmm. KO player. Uh, I might opt to remove the middle one to split opponent armies. Yeah, yeah, that's interesting. Depends on because it's third battle round, so by then, you know, you, you see where a lot and, of stuff is. Yeah, and you so really could be a far. There could be a far more of his choice if they got a really heavy flank. Then you could. Yeah, to, yeah, that is true. Yeah. But yeah. Mm -hmm. Generally speaking, um, the middle one's a good pick. If you're, if interesting you're sure, for KO, but it's easier for the opponent to deny you like half of the battlefield mm. by by zoning zoning it out or and because yeah. you don't want to yeah you could fly high in his corner but yeah sorry I'm pointing you're, to it but you can't yeah you're saying that you <laughs> fly high over um, and... yeah but oh. there's no incentive of going there what what am I doing there there's no objective there there's like mm. some people like I said this before people are paranoid of ships and they start screening out their backfields like oh. the little corner back there why why no, would i ever you. go there why would i ever no. go there like, there's nothing there for me to to get no what all you need to do is say if you if they have screens like here and then they have like a hammer unit and hammer and some heroes they just need to screen here and here they don't need to zone yeah. this whole area out they just need to make sure that you yeah. can't kill these things yeah um Yep. That is true. <laughs> yeah. Um, okay. So, I mean, anything else about this one before we move on? No, it's less. No. I'd say it's less favorable than the last one, but it's still good for KO. Mm -hmm. Because diagonally, if everything's a bit, you know, um, torn apart. It's I less easy to think... for someone to build like a triangle castle. Yeah, it, it's harder to make a castle. Yeah. Basically. Yeah. <laughs> And you, if you build a castle just like here between two, and then you remove, you remove one, one potentially. Yeah. Okay. Mm -hmm. Next one tectonic interference. Uh, so you start a bit closer to each other on this one, 18 inches apart. Um, mm -hmm. These objectives are all primary, so they can't be removed. And at this this is like the, I can't remember what it's called now, shifting objectives. Is that what it was called before? Uh, Where you rolled, yes. the, oh, yeah. Yeah. you rolled to see which one is the alpha objective, because you can't call it a primary objective because they're all primary objectives. Um, <sighs> and then the other two become major objectives. And uh, <laughs> you score two VP if you control the alpha objective and one VP for each beta objective. <clears throat> okay. And then you get two VPs for your battle tactics, 
and free BP for the gross attitude. So this one you are scoring for each objective rather than just like whether you've got one or two or more than your opponent. And obviously the alpha is worth. So, I mean, it's going to be a lot depending on where the alpha goes. Mm -hmm. Unlike yeah, shifting objectives. It's shifting off objectives without the battle line. battle line. Yeah, it's the old shifting objectives, but with two points instead of three points. Mm-hmm. Yep. You start really close to the objectives, three inches from the objectives. Wow. Yeah. Yeah, this is an easy, uh, what is it, battle tactic. Like, get to you can just walk objectives on it. first turn. Just yeah. walk onto them and do that. Yep. And they're so, the, the objectives are so close to each other. So this is an, one where you could probably dump an ironclad on two objectives. Yeah. You uh, could, yeah. but you would not control both with the ironclad. Yeah. Yeah, you know, no. uh, it, and th that's an interesting point that we didn't mention. Is the scoring has changed, so mm -hmm. a unit can only actually control one objective, whereas it used to be models. Mm. So if you spread out a large unit, then they can certainly control that one. You can only pick that unit to control one. Are you sure? I thought it was models. Can only control. No, they, one. They, I think they changed it to units. They really want you to not. Um, string out. Not conga line. String out anymore. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Um, I thought I, because uh, I had this topic with the other day with someone and I read the rule and I thought it was still the same. We can double check. Oh, I'll, I'll quickly check, but you, you go you, ahead. You have a look while we, while we talk. Um, so, there is some flanking you can do on this one. It, because you have a deeper deployment on this one. Uh, it does mean that your opponent will push forwards and you can potentially come behind them, but it's the same as the last one, where if you go behind, there's no incentive to go behind them. Um, okay, is, uh, you are correct. The unit has to choose one. Yep. Mm -hmm. Okay. Um, yeah, I've seen something uh, from the chat, and I'm not sure from how long ago it was, but they said something about seismic shift can't be used on tectonic interference. Oh, yeah, okay. well, probably, because yeah. they're all primary objectives. Yeah, because they're all primary objectives. Okay. Is, they're talking about this one. I wasn't even sure if we were on tectonic interference. It's like, oh, God, did we make a mistake 10 minutes ago? No, we're fine. Yep. Okay, cool. Yeah, can't so, can't be. Be used. so, yeah, none of these are going to get removed. So, there is a play on this one. This is one where you can just, like, I'm going to go and make a little castle here and ignore that flank and just, you know, hope I get the alpha objectives and if i don't i'll make sure i get my battle tactics but are ko good at making castles no ko aren't i'm talking about what just generally um mm. which because if they do spread out and the people will do that against ko because if they spread out then um then it's good for ko because then we hit a flank and then we hit mm -hmm. the next flank um how do you feel about this one um, with KO, I was never a big fan of uh, shifting objectives or these ones where everything's on a line and close to each other, because um, it's easier for the opponent to yeah, it's easier for them to react to your mm -hmm. attack on a flank because mm -hmm. everything's closer. Um, also, because uh, sorry, because the the whole game then takes place in the middle. So why would I jump? in your territory in my territory back and forth 
everything's happening in, in that little middle strip. And that does not suit KO that much. Uh, okay, and I just realised uh, Sean in the chat just realised that he's he's just explained he was just making a joke about how seismic shift can't be used on tectonic interference because uh, uh, is a, I see. Like, a man of culture. Yes. Like, uh, what? Well, <laughs> I thought I just dirt, thought we just, I thought we just made a mistake or something. <laughs> Yeah, I mean, this is potentially tough for Kay this one because yep. yeah, it's easy for people to castle up. Um, I mean, we're not good at holding and keeping space for a long time. And the space that needs to be held is something the opponent can get to easily. It's not like they have to cross the ball to your deployment. And this is one reason why I'm looking more and more into Fring mm -hmm. because of accessibility of tanky units. Yeah, you just bring Harker Berserkers and they hold the Berserkers. Middle ten Berserkers, okay. Uh you can take twenty iron breakers, even mm. long beards, two units of twenty long beards. Uh in melee they can be on a three plus save. Iron breakers could be on a two plus save with all of defense. Uh you could bring maybe a a monster a, a rune or a rune smiter on on a magma draw who can give himself a plus one save with the once per game ability, that kind of thing. So uh, I know people, some people don't like it. They want to play pure faction. Mm -hmm. and I, I respect that, but maybe in order to win with KO in a new edition, you might need to consider some of these units. Yeah. I think, uh, I think we'll still back has to play. Haters. Zilfin still has play, and I think <laughs> if you put a warp lightning vortex, you know, oh, or one of yeah. these, or sort of, so it's like... Yeah, I'd rather put it there, exactly. I'm not sure about the whole size of it. I go, oh. Yeah, they're seven, seven, inches seven. seven inches apart, so you'd have, yeah, it'd be like that, and then they've have got six-inch radius, haven't they? So, yeah, they're going to... Have we talked to you, Max, about um about Alpha Pack and, and Mornar's shenanigans? No... Okay, so Alpha Beast gives you a normal move pre-game. Uh, of D6, D6 inches? Move. Yeah, yeah, D6 yeah but it's still a normal move. move. So mm -hmm. can you fly high? I'm going to say yes, but it's debated. <laughs> yeah, it is debated. Of course it's debated. Then, no one wants KO to have KO. <laughs> Yeah, we like talking about And then this. there's... <laughs> this is all we do here. So basically, will you take an ironclad and a frigate? Yeah, ah, two ironclads. Fill each field with 10 thunders. Two ironclads, 10 thunders in each, 30 archonauts, and the chemist with a spell in the bottle. Mm. Have you written one with two ironclads? Because yep. I thought you said when you were writing them before, you struggled, you had to go with the frigate because you need to get the battle regiment to get the low yeah. drops. Because you're... So what I've done... What I've done instead is basically remove all heroes. There's only the chemist. And it's there's just one chemist with a spell in the bottle because it's a it's it's a custom skyport Lee. Get yes. excited. Yes. <laughs> custom skyport. It's a way. custom skyport. Okay, I see we just need so to you do can a get show that new lists. <laughs> okay. Oh yes. Oh okay. and, and then there's the Mona trick. So mm -hmm. Mona lets you you know how it lets you redeploy your boat? Mm -hmm. And it says mm -hmm. you can't make a normal move afterwards. Mm -hmm. You know it's not a normal move? Run. Yeah, you can't make you know a normal can move. Do? 
You can run and shoot. Yeah. Yep. You can't charge, but you can you can redeploy and then and then run and shoot. Two, it's like they two, make two, nice three inches away. And there's rules and there's a battle pack and everything makes sense. <laughs> and then someone opens the KO book. <laughs> like, wait a minute. <laughs> I can do all these extra weird instead of things. Okay. How does that work now? Yeah. Well, seeing as we are on a digression <laughs> and we're talking about custom sky ports. There's no trading with some people says once per battle you can pick one of your units and that unit can um, <clears throat> it can shoot or charge even if it ran and slash or retreated in the same turn. So because it says and it implies that you can retreat and run, which you can't actually do in the core rules. No, no, Lee. That's, 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 and if you, you send this question in there, you will not get an answer. No, you, you won't. You can't. It's one of those things where it's like, that's one of those ones where everyone wants to say, ah, oh, it was a contradiction, and then therefore the ability trumps the core rules. But it doesn't actually say that you can uh, run and, and retreat in the same time. It just says, is it, and you, it's, have you read all the FAQs? They're like, they're full of contradictions. Yeah. Oh, yeah. The FAQ. All the time. I mean, have. Have you seen? There's a guy um, running a uh, this funny blog called Plastic Cake, and he had like yeah, all the right. factions FAQs in five words. KO, like it was like a rules lawyer's wet dream. <laughs> yeah. Slanesh, yeah, try again in six awesome. months. Peter's yeah. my my food buddy, and we send the uh, yeah. food parcels across the world during uh, the oh. lockdown. Yeah, some very yeah. nice. Uh, Tim Tams? Uh, melted uh, melted Tim Tams, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, maybe not send them over the summer. Send them over the winter and then they'll be nice. And... Although, yeah. when it's winter here, it'll be summer there. Yeah, so it was my winter and everything arrived fine, but his stuff uh, that he sent to me <laughs> came a bit uh, melted. Well, uh, it was yeah. real tasty. Thank you very much, oh, Peter, yeah. again. Yeah. Oh, well. Yeah. Uh, so, yeah, that digression about rules. Yeah, that um, uh, tangent. We did that, check. We... Yes, Tangent. I think Complete we said it. this one is tough for KO, didn't we? It is. It is. Yeah. It's not the favorite one. Okay. I think we've done six. We've done we're six. Yeah. I feel like we're rattling through these quite quick, so I think we can get the next six done. Ooh. In 50 I don't minutes? Think my, I don't think my Ooh. phone's going to be able to gonna survive that. Okay, then it's going to take 10 minutes. <laughs> <laughs> well, what it do might we survive do? 15 we... minutes, but it won't survive another hour. Oh, yeah. We spent like half an hour at the beginning, but then it's like, uh, yeah. Do you want to stop now? Make a decision now. Yes or no, please. Yeah, we'll 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 stop now for for a bit, I guess. That's fine with me. Yeah. Okay. We we pick these up then uh, next week, probably. Um, for part two. Oh, Philip says to Phil. I mean, that's because he has a tournament. Uh, we'd do a bonus one for Philip, I think. Okay. Which, is which one? Which one, which one does Phil want? Um, Phil, just to please uh, you. This one. This is the one. Oh my god! Because he is a Oh my god, has... Lee! <laughs> <laughs> it's Philip. Meryl Philip. Where is that one? Okay. Eighteen Here. inches apart. Page forty. Okay. Oh, this is. Oh, it's just that you can burn. Okay, it's not that um, complicated. Oh, so this six is, um, objectives. This is scorched earth. Yes, but with six uh -huh. objectives rather than eight. Uh, mm. So. Uh, Are you saying I have? I own two clear objective markers, which I will never use again. Yes. 
because they only gave him packs of eight because of scorched earth. But if you run a tournament and there's three of you and you need and you've got three lots of six objective markers and you've got an extra table's worth, then yeah, uh, so, yeah, sure. <laughs> um, but I guess that means that the honest war gamer will be like putting the price down and taking like selling them in sixes. I don't know. Perhaps maybe, maybe they will. And then next year there'll be one with eight objectives. You know, one with seven. <laughs> seven. <laughs> Just a random one that perfect. Yes. <laughs> okay. So in this one, yeah, eighteen inches apart. This okay. one I think is a bit better for Kay because if you do fly high to the back, then um, you've got a reason to go there because the, the objectives up in the middle. Um, from the start of the second battle round. Uh, after you've scored, you can then burn one objective you control in the opponent's territory um, that is within one inches of friendly unit um, and you control. You have to be able to control it. So it can't be one you control and you're not on anymore because obviously they're tag and go. Uh -huh. um, and and you need to be yeah, in the middle of it, basically. Oh, uh, Yes. So you cannot like it's... do the whole. I'm gonna fly on the one edge of it because he he didn't mm. deploy close to the middle. So I'm nine inches away. Mm. I'm still on the objective. I shoot him off, and I burn it. That's not possible. You need to actually like, be yeah. like one inch from the center, okay. which makes it a bit I think harder. You can, can only explain... burn them starting from the second turn as well, right? Yeah, yeah that is true. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I just want to explain what Max is talking about because obviously we've got these circles drawn on here. But each uh -huh. objective is literally like an infinitesimal point here, uh -huh. and normally you have to, you can be within six inches of it. Um, but for that particular thing about burning, you have to be within one inch of this point, not within one inch of this big circle. Um, <laughs> yeah, yeah. So you need to. So. You cannot. You can only like do the fly high, conquer, burn if there's no mm. one on the objective. Yeah, you can still. Otherwise, get it, you cannot you land on it. it. Yeah, you, know, you can need to charge onto it and capture mm -hmm. it. Yeah. And um, they got rid of all the crazy stuff from yes, um, the other one, which is about leaders and stuff. Which is and they got rid of the D three scoring. Yes, so it's just one extra VP. Yes. All of the other scoring is standard, so you control at least one. You get one pick point if you control at least two, then you get an extra oh. one, uh, and then. There isn't one for more. if you score more than your opponent. No, uh, no, there is. Score one oh, victory point if you control more objectives than your opponent. Yes. Okay, we spotted another error in the screenshot. And um, there's another condition. Um, you can only raise one per turn. Yes, yeah, only one can be burned. So you can't just... Go know. in, burn all three, GG. Mm. <laughs> um, <clears throat> so... Yeah, this one's interesting because your opponent needs to push forward to get to yours, and then mm -hmm. if they do, it opens up room for fly high shenanigans. Yes. Um, the thing with the old Scorched Earth was it's beneficial to KO because we can, like, there's eight objectives on the backfield that he needs to cover. There's always one weak one that we can go in and capture with a hero score extra. Mm. The problem was defending our own four because we didn't yes. have the, the amount of units to put on four objectives to score them in the first place and then like defend them. So, so you had like two units of Arcanaut sitting somewhere and one was just like the one that you left out 
which was farthest away from your opponent. You hoped he wouldn't go there. And, wings or gun yeah, or like won a single hero, and then he just tagged it and ran away, and that you just hoped he wouldn't go there, and, and you focused on the opponent mm. ones. Now it's easier because it's only free on your side, so you can actually uh, like pretty safely control yours at the start of the game and maybe hold him for one yeah. or two turns. I think the one-inch thing is really good because what it means is yeah. you can have like four guys here and they can come in and charge mm. ten there. And they gain control of it, but they can't burn it because you zone them out that one-inch space. Which is... You don't even need to. You can just put ten Arcanauts like yeah. all around the center, yeah. <laughs> around the chemist who gives out the minus mm -hmm. one to hit from his uh, his uh, Hoover thing, yeah. <laughs> and uh, and that physically makes it impossible for your opponent to get within one inch. Yeah, or if you have a big enough base, a model with a big yeah, enough or you base, put an ironclad on the on the middle. Well, no, like a fifty mil base, like a like a, some heroes or like a gun hauler, probably just you know sitting there, even if it dies, or even if he gets outnumbered, they can't burn it, which then gives you time to next turn fly high over there and just shoot the crap out of whatever it was. That's true, and you uh, unleash hell with any of your Orions because everyone shoots in KO, so that's that's mm. okay. Um, so, yeah, burning is harder than it looks, but it's less beneficial. Burning is basically you get an extra VP, but you lose the you lose the objective which you could score in the coming turns. Mm. Yeah, so it's a, it's like you need to think about burning or not. It's yes, the risk and reward. You gotta hold on for it for as long as you can. But remember the way the it... scoring works. You don't score for the number of objectives you own. So if you own oh, one right. objective, you get a point. Two objectives, you get two points. If you own more than your opponent. So if you've got three objectives and your opponent's got you two, burn you one of more than them. If you've got four objectives, yeah. you still score the same amount. So if mm, you go from is, three to true, four, yeah. you're still scoring more than your opponent. So at that point... Yours. Burning might just always be the right choice then. Mm. Unless they start taking yeah. yours. Yes, unless you need to do the whole like conquer battle tactic <laughs> or thing mm. or stuff like that. Yeah. Yeah. Um, um, yeah. Yeah. And yeah, and the other thing is burning is only one point, whereas getting your battle tactics too. So. Mm -hmm. If you yeah, already you, have more you might... than your opponent. Then you might not want to burn it because you want to keep your opponent spread out in his backfield. Yeah. Just like stay there, <laughs> don't come to me, and I'll shoot you from the 12 inches that we're apart. Basically, mm -hmm. I'm fine being here and shooting you across <laughs> the middle. Mm -hmm. Yeah, this, um, I think this is probably yeah. okay for KO. It is, it is. I'm fine with this one. Yeah, I wouldn't be too uh, concerned too too much about this uh, obviously depending who are you facing what can they do but mm. and also the 18 inch deployment means that you can just deploy a ship on a back line it's a bit safer than the 22 inch apart yes you haven't got because uh, you wouldn't really want to go in the corner on this one because if you went in the corner you're really you're not near any of those objectives no. Oh, um, 
Philip, I think uh, you got this with Kim. Yeah. Um, yeah, he's got Savage Strike, First Blood, and this... Feral Foray. So I think they were all this edition... before were okay for Kim. This edition is really slides. good for. Um... For maneuverable shooting armies, and we are a maneuverable shooting army. Mm. Yeah, I think it's also good for castle shooting armies as well, but yeah. So, um, Savage Gains, yeah. First Blood, definitely. This one, yep. Okay. Yeah, we're figuring in, uh, you've got some good ones there, Philip. Yes, um, you can do it. You're always facing a lot of Luminef, apparently. Uh, yeah, don't, don't that last seeker might be on plus six to save. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> but, uh, sure, yeah. why why not? Because people run around with like five rend. <laughs> yeah, I don't know, they won't. But it means yeah, there's lots of pluses to save for Blueness. So yeah. you could yeah, just be just be aware of that. Like, um, don't just assume you're just going to shoot stuff because yeah, you might shoot them, but you might not do any damage. Um. Yeah, uh, so yeah, we'll pick up the remaining five. 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 Maybe since we've just got five to about, I might for next week add in the ones from the core Cor as well. Or what we could do is do the fives or, or how many of there are, mm -hmm. and maybe present uh, one or two lists that we we like. Oh, that could be that could be exciting. I have, I've, yeah. I've got, I've got the the two lists, one, yep. one with alpha back, one without alpha back. Okay. <laughs> Mine um, doesn't have alpha. Hey, do you like, do you like fourteen, fourteen balloon boy? Uh, wait, no, it's not. It's 42, 14 squads of balloon boys. Yes. 14, <laughs> yeah. Okay, maybe we should, maybe we should uh, specify. We're looking for serious lists, not meme lists. <laughs> it is a serious list. It's going to shoot you off the board at 24 inches. Yeah, no. Maybe. Uh, maybe. Come on, it'll be, it's, uh, it'll be great. It'll be great. Yeah. Fantastic. I'm not saying anything because I once suggested a list with 42 balloon boys <laughs> and Max didn't like it. So. <laughs> okay. Um, yeah, so that I think that's it for tonight's show. Uh, Thank you, Max and Cron, for joining me, as always. Uh, thank you, everyone that's watched and participated yep. in the chat and for hanging around, waiting for us as well at the beginning and, you know, just having a chat with me in the chat. That was cool. Um, if you like the show, please do hit like, uh, subscribe, so you get notified and, you know, watch next week's show and more shows in the future on KO and Asia Sigma and all that stuff. And um, tell your friends about us. Yes, tell your friends. <laughs> Hit share. Is there a share button? Maybe. Okay. But yeah, thank you for watching Skyfarers. We will see you again next week. Bye. Yes.